0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Interesting Enough. He's Trey Samuel. I'm Nolan Todd. Uh, thank you guys for joining us once again. I know it's been a couple weeks. We we took uh, a week off. Um, we got a bunch of content to get into you uh, for you today. Obviously, a lot of basketball. Um, we'll get into some football. We haven't really followed up on too much um, in the NFL and what's been going on. Before we do that, obviously, if you haven't, uh, please like, subscribe, give us some feedback. Um, We're definitely always reading through those and listening to those. Give us a follow. Um, Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, Trey, man, what's going on, man? How you feeling?
1: Been pretty good, man. You know, there's a lot of basketball to watch, so, you know, it's been good. I know, keeping up with that, I know, it's crazy. Like,
0: I didn't realize now that basketball is back with the football, it's kind of overwhelming to me. (laughs) Like, it's it's like there's always a game on. There's always something you got to watch. There's always
1: always something. something.
0: Yeah, it's always, always something. And then, of course, you know, headlines always going up. I know... Um. Obviously, Trey, we haven't even talked since the top seventy-five. We're gonna get into that. Some snubs. Um, we're gonna get into some of the NBA rule changes, Ben Simmons. But I wanted. I know you wanted to talk about Zion, and I know you sent me something, um, the clip that kind of went viral, and you kind of have a hot take. I just want you to kind of be the one to let it out, um, and kind of just go from there.
1: All right. My my whole take when I was talking with you was. I was just saying, you know, Zion in this clip obviously is dealing with his weight issues, and he's had his second, maybe been third, lower leg injury, a lower extremity injury because this one is on his ankle. I was just saying that I don't think once he comes up with his rookie max extension, which he should be available for, I think next year, at least to sign, I just don't think I would sign him to it because you signed him to upwards of possibly like $200 million for five years. And he has this already long injury history. And he doesn't seem like he's able to take care of his weight now when he should be able to, when you're younger mm-hmm. and when you don't have a big contract in front of you. I was just saying if I was the Pelicans, I would think about maybe trying to trade him while, you know, his asking price could be kind of high. And he doesn't really seem like he wants to be there. Anyway, you know, some of his comments kind of allude him want to be in New York or a larger market at that. That's
0: interesting. I mean, you know, first of all, I'm glad you mentioned that because the first thing I was gonna say is, "What's the alternative?" So I'm glad you're mentioning that they have to at least, you'd have to trade them. Like obviously, you just can't let that walk, right? Like I mean, that yeah, just no, 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 saying. no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah you messed saying. up, yeah, yeah, yeah. That goes without saying, right? So he's got to do that now. Here's the thing that you're not even. I don't think we're even considering here. He's in New Orleans, right? So, and and for people that haven't seen the video, you know, Trey, correct me if I'm wrong. The video just basically looks like Zion running around the court. Doing some rehab stuff, he just basically looks like he's at least three hundred pounds from what's reported, right? Yeah, so, at least. Yeah, so that's kind of what's going on. So here's my thing: if he's in the same city, you know what I mean. He plays for the Pelicans. The worst case scenario is he can always just play for the Saints. Like I'm not really seeing what the issue is at this point, right? He can always play for the Saints and play left tackle. <laughs> I mean, there's there's no. I mean, you got to get your money, your value somehow. If if it's not going to be the Pelicans, it's going to be for the city, right? But no, nah, in all seriousness.
1: Hey, same owner.
0: <laughs> oh no, you're right. I didn't even think about that. It's actually the same owner, so that actually could happen. And you know, we just saw Jameis Winston got hurt earlier today, so maybe they could have used him. To be honest, but <laughs> it's real for us. So no, but the Zion thing, and you, we've talked about this, but there's just no way that you, they can't give him the extension. I do and I'm telling people this: it doesn't matter if Zion doesn't play for at least entire year, and even parts of next year, they got to give him the extension because you don't have any other alternative. Your trade value would be too low. You can't even trade him. I mean. Let's not say it would be too low. People would still obviously be making offers for Zion, but he's too uh, significant of a talent to not to, to not have. And just uh, by the way, in terms of the franchise, um, he is the franchise. You don't really have anything else. You're not really selling tickets.
1: Um, I mean, they got Brandon Ingram, and I'm not saying he's Zion, but I mean, he's a young player. You know, he's pretty good. Wait, nobody he's, is
0: going to any games to watch Brandon Ingram. I'm just keeping it
1: But I'm just saying, okay, but hear me out. If Zion's not on the court, nobody's going to any games to watch Zion. Not on the court.
0: All right, Trey, we got a
1: couple friends that I won't name their names, but you and I both know,
0: and I saw them go to a Pelicans game. All right? I saw them on their Snapchat story there's about two hundred people in there. I'm not even lying. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even exaggerating. I, I thought it was a preseason game. Like it is. There is not going to be two hundred people when Zion shows up. I mean, that's just a reality. So I mean, I get what you're saying. It's but just I'm just be-
1: saying, like, if he's only going to show up for ten games a year, is that worth two hundred million dollars? Those ten, no. those
0: ten games, you're gonna make a lot. you gonna make. You could probably make more money in them ten games, of Zion, than they can for the rest of the year. Take sales. I, I could I'd be actually willing to bet that. Like I'd be actually willing. To you bet
1: can, that. but it ain't two hundred million dollars worth. But what to...
0: I don't know. That's like so nuanced because we, there's no better alternative. Like you just have to pay him. Like, See, just, but
1: my thing is, he's not worth the max. But as soon as you come to the table and you say, "Okay, you're not worth the max," we want to give you this. His team is going to say, "Well, somebody else will give us the max," so we're not going to sign that.
0: Which you'd be right. Somebody else will give him the max.
1: Yeah. No, there's no doubt. Listen. But oh, you just—you know, just you're just going to lose your Magic, franchise. Imagine we give him the max, right?
0: But you—you you just will lose. I mean, if you're—you you don't you want to lose the trade. Base.
1: That's why I said a trade.
0: No, no, no. Because even if you make a trade, I mean, you remember how upset those Pelicans fans are when they traded Anthony Davis. I mean, there's people that still are. I mean, to get to—and I know, of course, Anthony Davis wanted out and things like that. So he was a disgruntled employee. You was gonna have to move him regardless. But at the same time. He was a disgruntled employee because of everything that had happened up to that point, right? So the Zion thing is, is, I agree, it may be a little different because it's not like Anthony Davis wasn't playing and stuff. I mean, besides him just getting hurt, but he was playing and trying his best. Zion thing is kind of the injuries, but it also just seems like a lack of, I don't know the word I want to fill in here, but I don't want to say effort, but there's been a.
1: You kind of ask yourself, does he (laughs) care?
0: Right, right. So, or how much, right? Because you know, with the, the weight problem has been something that, I mean, people were keeping an eye on when he was still in college, right? You know what I mean? Just kind of like, hey, he may have to be careful. You know, this may be an issue going forward, and it just kept going, kept going, kept going. And the only thing that keeps going for Zion is the injuries and the menies. Like those are the only thing that keeps going. So <laughs> it's like it's the, I'm just it's the, it's the reality. So, you know. I think they're going to pay him, regardless. I mean, I'm sure you. I mean, if you have to predict, you put pretty yeah, much. Yeah, no, no, they I'm are. Saying, right.
1: I think they are going to pay him. I was just saying, if I was the GM or the owner, or whoever, I would maybe consider you know alternative options. But at the end of the day, I would be leaning towards paying him because you have to. Because if he doesn't, David Griffin's going to get fired.
0: Well, what would make you not like the desire to show up for you this season to? make you think otherwise or just i'm guessing mainly just stay healthy right like not even say,
1: just stay healthy just stay healthy because if you have another injury now i'm just kind of like uh this is like like i said he's already on his maybe third second or third but now you're like on your third or fourth injury and they're all lower body injuries which means you could probably stand and lose some weight they did back
0: since college too i mean when he blew out yeah. the tire with the shoe so
1: and i'm not too mad at that one because he, like you said he blew out the tire that one was kind of like eh.
0: Yeah, that was kind of a, a freak thing. I mean, I get that. However, it's just, I mean, as the trajectory, like, you know, we talk about, you know, we're not talking about football right now, but we talk about Tua. I mean, yeah, he had a freak injury where he landed on his hip and had an injury, but it just counts towards the injuries. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter how it happened. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a part of, it's just a part of it now. So, you know, that's going to be something that, you know, we we'll obviously just have to keep an eye on going forward. I hope, you know, Zion's exciting to watch, right? So, I mean, I hope if anything else, you know, we get to see him, you know, kind of just do his thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. But, you know, obviously transitioning, you know, we, there's a bunch of stuff I want to get into, Trey, that'll, you know, that we haven't covered in a while. But, you know, I know you want to talk about Ben Simmons, but I, I want to get into the top 75. So, obviously, for the people that, you know, didn't see, um, you know, the NBA and after 75th anniversary team for the NBA being in existence for 75 years. Trey, we've had enough time to see the list, digest the list, hear every medium talk about the list. First, I wanted to ask you your reaction overall to the list, how well, I know it's a difficult task, how well do you think it was done? And then second, I, I know you probably feel some type of way about some certain snubs, in particular one or former Orlando Magic guy, but wanted to hear who you thought was the biggest <laughs> snub. And you so already go know who that. that is. Yes, I, mean, so I already you know already. who that is. I, there's multiple snubs, but I, I'll, I'll at least give you the floor.
1: Okay, well, as far as the list goes, you know, one thing I think people have to remember is that the list wasn't in order, it wasn't like one to 75 or who the NBA thinks the greatest player is of all time, it was just the 75 greatest players of, of all time,
0: which people were misconstruing. That's a good point, that's a good point, yeah. To make. yeah.
1: So let's just get that out of the way now. With mm-hmm. that being said, um, regardless of how you might feel about some of his antics and his behind-the-scenes, you know, locker room issues. I just don't understand how you leave Dwight Howard with, um, off the list. Because at the end of the day, he was the best player at his position for a, nearly a decade. And I just don't think anybody else on the list, What would anybody else who was the best player at their position for nearly a decade, they, everybody else made the list. He took a team to the NBA Finals, and he took them on his back. Like, he was the only, you know, real superstar on that team. Mm. Now that they win, no. But, I mean, he had a whole bunch of years of success in Orlando. And then at the end of the day, if you look at his resume, I mean, you know, he's one of the all-time le- leaders in blocks. You know, he does have the NBA finals. You know, he didn't really play a whole lot, but, you know, he does have that on his resume, NBA champion. He does have multiple mm. All-Star games and multiple NBA games, I mean, all NBA um, on his resume. So, I just don't what else are you looking for?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good point. What I will say is, you know, this is for you or anybody else. It's a 75 list. So if we're putting somebody on, we got to take somebody off, right? You know, if we're just being fair. So,
1: But then I'll, can I ask you one question before you get started? Because yeah. you asked me a question. And I want to ask you something. When we talk about the 75 greatest and you're right, we had to take somebody off.
0: And I hate to do that,
1: but yeah. Yeah, I hate to do that too how do you judge those players that play like in the 40s and 50s and like George Mike and, and Bob Cousy and, you know, some of those o- other guys that play like in the 50s because they, e- they were even on the list. So even before Cousy and whatnot.
0: How do I judge, like in terms of, oh, for these lists? I mean, yeah, it's tough. I mean, obviously we didn't see him. I mean, we can look at some highlights and stuff like that. I think what I normally try to do, and this is would be me if I was a person that was on the panel making the list, I'd have to go to the people that, you know, are closest associated. Like, so basically that just turns out to be some of the older guys. Like I got to listen to the Bob Ryans and those guys, you know what I mean? people that actually saw some of these guys play or were growing up when these guys were playing or their father or stuff like that. So th- those become nuanced. So I, th- I think a lot of it to answer your question more directly, what people our age should be looking at, or just in this generation, generation before or after us, you know, I would be like safe with the assumptions like, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're talking about – maybe Will Chamberlain's not a great example, but there's a lot of people like, oh, Will Chamberlain dominated against Plumbers and it was playing, you know, eight teams and this and that. I'm just going to be honest. Will Chamberlain, from all we've known about him record-wise, he was still going to dominate in this, even in this era. Now, it, was he going to score 100 points? Probably not. Was he going to average 50 or whatever the, some of the stats? No, it was going to be ridiculous. But was he still going to be an all-time great? I think it's safe to say, right? Like there's just certain guys you have to do that with. So that that's the part now when you start getting to 70s and 80s and stuff like that now we you know we can have more nuanced
1: conversations yeah it's more modern basketball yeah. per se yeah so I don't
0: know if, if that goes for you taking off anybody particular from the list but um I will say in agreement to yours and I guess you can tell me who you would take off the list in a second and give you to pull that up but do well, i, I know have... one? go ahead
1: well i'm just, I'm not all right I'm just gonna use this example real quick and maybe I shouldn't say take it off the list but I would just say Is Dwight Howard not a greater player than Dennis Rodman?
0: That was one of the ones I was going to
1: go to, right? And I like Rodman, but I just, yeah.
0: The the Rodman thing is tough because, I mean, I know his impact, a lot of it is beyond the stat sheet. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. Yeah. But for you to be only a two-time All-Star and only make two All-NBA teams, and now he did win two Defensive Player of the Year awards, and he
1: was... uh, But Dwight has four.
0: Yeah, so so that's the thing. So... I'm just saying, I only say it in terms of there's not a lot of guys that have won multiple defensive players like that. And that, yeah, minute, and I'm not right. saying so, he's
1: not a trash player, like, yeah, man, yeah. So, so well, take about it.
0: I'm saying, like, in that case, he just may not be the guy that can be removed. Now, the guy that may have to be removed, who I love, well, first of all, let me just answer the first question. It's an actually, an. you're actually 100% correct. I know we don't always agree on stuff like this, but it's absolutely. Actually, wild that not only Dwight Howard is not on the top seventy-five list, he would probably be on a top fifty list. Like this is not like it's it's, it's really even, it isn't even that close to me. When you have a guy that literally was in the conversation for a top five player in the league and won three Defensive Player of the Years or whatever it was, and that many rebounding champs and been been an All NBA first teamer five times, not like just All NBA second team, five times like that. You know, you're asking a lot. So I think he's obviously one of those, but. One of the ones I kind of go to, you know, I I consider Tracy McGrady. I mean, when you talk about multiple times, Jordan Champs, things like that. But the one.
1: The thing with mm -hmm. Tracy, the whole, uh, I just want to say this, the thing with Tracy, and I'm not saying every player on the list, probably some other players have the same issues, but it's going to be like, oh, what is this, you know, postseason resume? Has he ever led a team to that degree? I know he led the Magic, because you know I'm a Magic fan, so I know right. I know he was the leader of those Magic team, but they didn't really do anything. So Tracy has that fighting against him.
0: The only problem with the Tracy McGrady thing is, and it, it, it's it's still kind of nuanced. I mean, it's just when you have that many, you know, um, I should say all NBA teams and things like that, it's tough, but I was even going to go past Tracy McGrady. I can live with Tracy McGrady being off of it, even though we know talent-wise, obviously, he's one of the best 75 Oh ever. But I was going Grant Hill. And the the thing that people forget about Grant Hill is, and obviously we know now the history with the the ankle injuries, things like that, but obviously he was such a great player in a short period of time that we only remember the back half of his career, and we just think about it in a way of what he could have been. But what he already was, was a seven-time All-Star, was a four-time All-NBA second-teamer, made a first-team All-NBA, right? So... What he already was, I think, is worthy of 75 guys. But at the end of the day, the Dwight Howard thing has got to be on there because his resume is better than both of those guys. And when I'm talking about taking somebody off, and I, you know I hate to do this. this It's my guy, but the Reggie Miller thing is tough.
1: You know what I mean? When you look at Reggie Miller. Yeah, that was a tough one, too.
0: And, you know, I love Reggie Miller. You know, he's got a great game, and he he was a leader of a franchise. But – I mean, he only ever made All NBA third teams. Now he did play in a great era of guards. You know, not saying taking anything away. You know, you are playing with Jordan, you're never going to make first team anyway. And Clyde, just, and Clyde, like it's just the reality situation. But outside of the All Star games, he doesn't have a, as great as Reggie Miller was. He doesn't have a scoring title. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't have. Does he doesn't have a championship? He doesn't have a lot of that postseason. I mean, he's got postseason success, obviously, but so, but not ultimate. You know, but you know what I will say about
1: Reggie Miller though. What's that? He kind of did change the way that the game is played, like as far as being a three point heavy shooting guard, like it just a really like that's that's the main asset of his yeah. game. He was one of the first players to do that. So he kind of did revolutionize the game a lot in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how we see Curry doing. I mean, Curry took it to another level, don't get me wrong. So he revolutionized the game to a much greater degree. But you know, he's kind of out of the mold of Reggie Miller. You know, when you look at Ray Allen, you look at Klay Thompson, you know, you look at basically how all guards play the game today. You know, it's kind of out of that mode of Reggie Miller, at least a little piece of their game is.
0: Speaking of out of that mode, Klay Thompson didn't make on the list either. And and and, yeah. and, let, me, and let me just say this. First of all, I, I, I'm i going to be honest. I don't want to hear Kyrie should be on the list. Kyrie should not be on the top 75 right now, personally. And the second thing I'm going to say, and, and I'll get you arrested in a minute, Um. The, you know, the, there's guys that should make the list, not make the list, but Anthony Davis should not be on the list, right? Like, Anthony Davis not should not agree be with that. I, didn't agree. I, I agree yeah. with that one. He I'm should sorry, not I be on the list. And and I am and, and I know, look, I know this is going to sound like a homer, but there's no way that you're going to tell me that Alonzo Mourning is not one of the top 35 players and Anthony Davis is. When Alonzo Mourning's resume is a seven-time All-Star, he's made all NBA teams two-time defensive player of the year, you know, like... That he's got to be on that list before Anthony Davis. The I'm only sorry.
1: thing I could be thinking of is two things that they're trying to project the kind of ahead and you know, like, even though the list is made, yeah, you're but not they're, they're, they're ahead. saying about
0: projecting that that's not, yeah.
1: But that, I'm just saying, I think that might be one thing. And two, Anthony Davis, he does have some weird stats, and I can't pull them off the top of my head. But like per right. in the playoffs, like he's one of all time leaders. Like he has a few weird stats like that. No, oh, that just that makes really, him yeah. Yeah, that just makes him look so much better than he what he really is. And he really is a, a great player. You know, not good. He's a great player. But he has some stats that make you think he's you no know, maybe one of the top 10 players of all times. And for whatever mm-hmm. reason, you know, that kind of sways people in these kind of arguments.
0: And that's my thing. you got to look at these awards. Never won an MVP. Never won a defensive player of the year. As great as he is in both of those things. No. You know, he just has it. I'm just on the resume. I mean, yes, in a vacuum, yeah, you'd pick Andy Davis over Alonzo Morning if you're just playing basketball, whatever. But when you look at the resume, that's got to matter. Alonzo morning was a a leader on a team and the best player on a team that when Andy Davis was the best player on the team, they, and now granted, the Heat had some better teams, but you know, Andy, Alonzo morning was the best player on a Hornets team and a Heat team that went deep in playoff runs. Not just getting bounced in the first round, right? And you know what the Heat got knocked by, out by? Jordan. Like, that's it. Like So, I mean, this team that like he could have won a championship being the best player. You know what I mean? And then that puts you in a different class. So, you know, there are some guys like that going off. But, yeah, I don't want to hear – I love Clay Thompson, but Klay should not be in a 75 just based on his resume yet. Kyrie, not yet. There's just certain guys that shouldn't be on there. But I, I think some of the guys – and, you know, we're going to be the pod that's going to bring it to you. I know all the people want to be politically correct. Dennis Rodman probably shouldn't be on there. You know no. what I mean? Some of these guys are – Anthony Davis shouldn't be on there. And, no. and, and, the, and the Dwight Howard thing, I mean, he's got seasons that, you know – Dwight should be over Anthony Davis. Dwight should by far be over – yeah. That, that, that one's a big travesty. I mean, that's unfortunate. But, you know, these lists, you know, are designed to kind of get us feeling. They also put Dominique Wilkins on. I think they kind of felt bad about putting, not putting him on the 50. <laughs> so
1: you know Yeah, and I mean? I, I, yeah, yeah. that's a whole other conversation. But, yeah, Nick is one of the top 50 players of all time.
0: You, I can go Bill Walton. He just had a couple big years, and then he had the injuries
1: derail him See, too. and I don't like players like that because my thing is, like, you had, you know, you had, like, a short window, three or four great years, but then what does that count for? Right. Right. Because if we going to do that, then Derrick Rose.
0: Okay, no, 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 no. No, no, Der- no. Bill Walton did lead his team to a championship as well, too, with that.
1: But what I what I would say is Derek Rose ran into the big three. I don't know.
0: Derek there there would be never ar- no. Nah. There'd be never an argument that Derek I'm not first of all, the Derrick Rose stands that I don't think you're one of those, but they think he's the greatest thing to slice bread. I just got news for people. I'm just gonna be honest. This may be a hot take, but I know everyone that thinks like, oh, if Derek Rose didn't get hooked, this and that, this and that. Derek, I got news for people. He wasn't about to be the best point guard ever. He wasn't about to be a top five point guard. He may have not even won another MVP. He would have just been a great player, made some all-star teams, and that would have been it. Sorry. Sorry, I hate the to Top break five it to point
1: you. guard all time. Derek Rose? No, yeah, you're saying he wouldn't have been top five all time, right?
0: No. He wouldn't have been top yeah, five no. all time. He still wouldn't have been greater than Russell Westbrook. I don't care if he didn't get hurt. I'm sorry. Like, that's just the reality of the situation. He was never as good of an overall player as there. Now he's a you know, more prolific scorer and things like that, and he was great. But he still wasn't all. Now, would he have developed into the all-around game? We don't know. I mean, that's the only part I don't know. But from what I saw.
1: I am going to say, I think potentially he had.
0: I don't know. I just think that potential with him just gets overblown because of the injuries and people feel bad. That's just my, I'm, I'm sorry. That's just my, <laughs> that's my thing on it. I know a lot of people disagree with that, but. I think that's just it, man. That's the reality of it. But, but anyway, man, I think in general, the list they did in general, we've been a little bit negative. The list, generally speaking, was pretty good. There's a few, you know, knickknacks here and there. I think Dwight Howard and stuff. But, um, but anyway, man, on to something current. Obviously, the game has been going on. Trey, what's up with your boy Ben Simmons, man? What has Ben Simmons got going on now? He's got. He said, I know he's got, you know, obviously some mental stuff, to the mental health stuff that he's been dealing with, and also they said he's got a back injury. I don't know about the back injury thing here, but you know.
1: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't trust the back injury. But what I'm gonna say is, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off looking at it from a mental, from a mental perspective.
0: Right.
1: You know, there has been some uh, recent reports that he's getting some kind of help. You know, they're kind of vague, but uh, they lead you to believe that it's a mental health issues. You know, that's where his health. I mean, help is coming from. Mm-hmm. So. um I would say, first of all, you know, if I was in his corner, just as a friend, you know, my advice would be, hey, you probably do need to seek some kind of help because, you know, it's obvious, you know. Right. We can all look with our own eyes and we see that you're scared, you don't want to shoot the basketball. So at least a sports psychologist said that, you know, that might be something you need. But also, you know, if you're not coming to practice or you just, you know, you're not taking it serious, you're not listening to the coaches, and then you say you're not in the right mindset, set you know to play in front of fans and whatnot you know it's probably a little bit deeper than basketball so i'm gonna you know i'm gonna hold my tongue at that i'm gonna say yeah you know i really think you know our community i'm gonna just say as a black community you know we gotta start taking mental health a little bit more seriously mm-hmm. and i think that ben simmons is uh he gonna need to work on that but with that being said i'm gonna go back to what Shannon sharp has been saying the whole time I just don't think he's been going about this the right way. I think that we all know that she didn't want to be there, Mm. um, that she didn't want to play. But you mean you can still show up to practice, you can still show up to the games. You just don't give maximal effort in the games. Vince Carter did it. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't been. James Harden did it. You know, it it looks ugly, but at least you're still there. But I still just don't think he's gone about it the uh, correct way. Well.
0: You know, obviously the Ben Simmons thing is a little nuanced, but I actually want to hit it from another angle. Um, I think the 76ers and Darren Morey kind of blew it here in a way of they should have, let's just call it it. They should have got rid of him before the season started. Like we all knew after that game, he wouldn't come back. After those comments, Doc Rivers made those comments about Ben Simmons. And then of course he went on the whole media tour trying to backtrack what he said. <laughs> like he <wasn't> going, <laughs> like we wasn't Like we don't have the original tape. But okay, and they should have known that they they can't bring this guy back. He's just not going to be able to play here. He doesn't want to face the fans. Obviously, it is what it is. He's not, at that point, was refusing to shoot the ball, and, and not just that layup versus the Hawks in Game 7, but in general, that was what was kind of going on. But we, you and I have talked about this off air, but the Daryl Morey thing, you know, I think his ego a lot of times gets in the way of what he wants to do and he he's insistent he's gonna he wants to get full value for ben simmons and he's gonna trade for an all-star player but the thing i would like to tell daryl is he's like well this can last four years first of all it's not gonna last four years like there's just no there you get too much pressure from fans and ownership at that point you cannot la- let that last four years the, the second thing with the Daryl mori situation is you're not i don't unless you get dame lillard back you're not getting equal value like that's just the reality situation <laughs> like there's but nobody a gets equal
1: value when they, trade, when they trade a superstar.
0: Daryl Morey seems to think he is. Like, that's the yeah, that's he, the problem. And you can't get it. And, trade. to be honest with you, his best chance, like I said, was probably the offseason to get equal value. Maybe when Dame Lillard was ruffling feathers, things like that. Who knows, right? Who knows if they could have pulled the trigger then. But the best you're going to get is CJ McCollum and some picks or something like that. And Daryl Morey doesn't want to do that because he's in a unique situation. And then I'll let you comment on that. Think about it this way: most times, like the James Harden situation, Houston was going into a rebuild. Like they, they kind of knew the window was kind of over, right? Like we knew they made a run at it a couple times; it was done. Philly's in a situation where I understand why he wants equal value. They're and they're still in a championship window. This is Joel Embiid's prime right here, <laughs> and who knows with his injury history, right? Like how that can derail, right? Like you got to take what you have now. So, of course, he wants an All Star back. This isn't a situation where you can just stack up a bunch of picks and get some middle-tier players because you need those players to contribute right now to a championship run so i understand his concept of doing that however i just don't see that working
1: well my other issue with it like you said you need um those kind of players to make a championship run there are more if you keep sitting on this what it's also going to do and i don't think enough people are really mentioning is this is going to take down the morale of the whole team Mm. like Joel Embiid is going to start getting frustrated. If I was him at a certain point. Well, he was already
0: frustrated, to be fair, too. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he was already frustrated, obviously, by a lot of his comments he's made about this situation. But I think he's going to become even more frustrated. And you you don't want this to make him start saying, hey, I think I need to start exploring my options. You know, I don't know if this is the right city. You know, that kind of talk.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: And I think that's where we kind of gearing ourselves to go down because – if the Philadelphia 76ers start to hit a rough patch, if their season starts to really skid, you know the first thing people are going to go back to is, oh, they should have traded Ben Simmons. He, he's ruined the team. He's they don't the have chemistry. anybody for them. Yeah. Yeah. And Daryl Moore, you know, he's always been known to be the kind of GM, to, uh, not really taking effect, you know, player chemistry and player feelings. And, you know, he just kind of sees them as – cogs and yeah little, yeah mr analytics
0: yeah
1: yeah and i'm just like uh, that doesn't work in real life so i don't think he's really taking that into perspective enough
0: yeah that, that that's the problem so I, I don't know how the situation is gonna go i know we talked about this before just based on everything you've seen any any timeline you think where may he may get moved or even potentially i just got a few landing spots but i don't know when
1: See, i don't think he's gonna get moved this year i just think if it was gonna happen this year it would already happened
0: I think he's going to get moved. I think that the pressure is too much to get him moved. I think that maybe it might be the dead, like by the deadline, you know, obviously, but they got to get some value back. And I think the Warriors are a good spot for him. I think they want to see what Klay Thompson comes back. And now I don't know if he'll come back before the deadline. That's the only problem. I don't know what his timeline is on that, but you know, that's one of the teams that's out there that, you know, you're going to have to take Kaminga and some picks and kind of roll the
1: dice and do your thing. So I I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but that doesn't help you.
0: Right, right, right. And that's to say that doesn't help you. That's the best you have. But can Darren Moore really hold on? I mean, this is like a game of, you know, roulette or something. I mean, like, I don't know what it would even be called, but can he really hold on as much as he says? And the best case scenario would, would be for Ben Simmons is to play, you know, get his value. Well, his value, I don't know if it'd be up or down, but just to play. I think it's probably a better situation than that when when he does get physically and mentally ready. So, you know, I think that'll be huge for him, obviously. But on to lighter things, Trey, obviously. Speaking of Trey, Trey Young, James Harden, not getting the same foul calls. What's going on with that? I know we got the new rule changes for people that haven't realized. If you've watched any basketball games this year, you realize guys flailing their arms and doing stuff crazy. Guess what? Turns out, not always a foul. That's kind of what's going on now. So, What's your reaction to a trade? Do you like it for the game? Not like it for the game? Um, is James Harden really good? I've heard some wild stuff on the internet, obviously, but just want to get your overall thoughts.
1: Oh well, I love it for the game. You know, it was just uh, real annoying to me, like when you would see players launch it to another player when they were shooting. Yeah, I mean that's not a natural shooting shooting motion. So I just didn't. I thought it kind of slowed up the game. It uh, kind of just made the game kind of mucky. And it just kind of—it didn't really look like basketball. It looked like they were kind of rigging the system, kind of cheat, cheating the rules. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of happy they're taking that out. As far as James Harden goes, I don't think that's his main issue because James Harden right now—I mean, he did have a, a good game last night. So you know, I guess we will see how this is going to go out. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to drop this spot. He's
0: going to drop 50 points the next game, and it are going to look like ridiculous. But yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, I got to watch my words carefully. But my main thing with James Harden right now—he just doesn't look quite as explosive as he did in years past. Yeah. I mean, he's not, ab- he's not able to get past guards or, I mean, not guards, but like small fours and you know, power four centers. He's not able to get past some. And one thing about James Harden, I know a lot of people kind of joke about his weight and about, you know, his looks and kind of rugged, but he was really nimble and quick in his feet. And he was able to get past a lot of guards. Mm-hmm. And right now he just hasn't looked as explosive. Now, if he had issues finishing at the rim, then that would kind of lead me to believe, like, oh, you know, the rule changed. He's not able to get a foul calls, and it's kind of affecting him. But he's not able to even get to the rim at this point.
0: So here's the thing. I think that there's got to be an adjustment period. I think I do like the rule. However, I mean, you and I both agree. We've watched enough basketball now. There has been some stuff that has been extremely physical that hasn't been called that you probably may be like, okay, I think that's kind of a foul. You know what I mean? I think yeah. They got to they find a medium. Because you can't get the defense an advantage. For example, I'm a Heat fan. I watched the Brooklyn game when we played the Heat. Uh, and we know how physical Jimmy Butler plays. I mean, I'm not going to lie, Trey. He was hacking. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they wasn't calling us and stuff. I'm just going to be honest. Like, the greatest defense ever he plays, Kyle Lowry and him, were, were, we're hacking and weren't getting calls. So they got to even that out. The James Harden thing is, I will give him two things. One, he got to play himself into shape, right? Like, I think some guys just kind of do that. Second thing is, he did make some comments about not trusting his hamstring fully again. So that may, with, with what you were saying about the explosiveness, that, that could aid in that. The third thing is he's been playing the same way for like seven years, basically, where he didn't really even have to go to the room. He can kind of do the, you know, what, what, what's the, I don't even know what the move is called. When he wraps his other, off arm onto somebody else and then guess that, he still does that now. And I feel like it's a habit, you know what I mean? So he's got to adjust to things like that, but you know, it's to, a, to, calm everybody's nerves. He's still James Harden. He still gets buckets. Like don't get it twisted. Trey young. Yeah. He still, bu- still gets buckets. Yeah. Like it's not, these guys are too good. They're going to figure it out. I think they're just an adjustment period, but overall I do like the rule. I mean, I do like the rule of, of changing some of the things, but we'll, we'll get it evened out obviously as well. Now, I mean, just touching around the NBA. I don't know if anything surprising has happened for you. Obviously the heat are off to a big start. Trey, Star. we did just beat the magic last week. Um,
1: I don't yeah,
0: know what's... Not looking too good. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, what's up with the... Uh, you know what? Uh, what's up with the Magic, man? I mean, I know that... What, what, what's up? How they been looking Well, I'm going to keep
1: it real quick because I know most people are not Magic fans and, hey, that's cool. Uh, Jalen Suggs really hasn't looked that well. Um, not a lot An- to say I G- thought Cole Anthony
0: looked
1: good the other day. Cole Anthony has looked good, but I don't think that's who we expected to look good. <laughs> right. So, uh, that like, it's a good thing, but it's just not what we were kind of expecting. And then um, Franz Wagner, you know, uh, me and H- me and Akeem, you know, we were kind of kind of skeptical on that pick, but he's looked better than Suggs, so yeah, he's
0: looked good. He's look- and, but you know, uh, the thing with Suggs is, that, like we talked about before, his value is going to be stuff that's not in the stat sheet sometimes. So I guess we'll have to see. You know, I feel like he's yeah, a guy. Yeah, but to play his Roberto stat talent.
1: sheets haven't
0: looked good. How's Wendell Carter doing? How's my guy?
1: I'm not even sure how Wendell Carter's doing to be honest. Yeah, man. I mean, I saw it again. They had some fight with the Heat, but you know. Sometimes when you with the big dogs, what are you going to do? So, you know. Yeah, we at the bottom. So, I mean, I, I really don't <laughs> care because we, we're just trying to get a... another pick. Yeah. So th- that's all we know.
0: And then the Lakers, I know we've just been bouncing around the league, but the Lakers,
1: um, they've been kind of up and down. Hold on. We never talked about it. Well, how did you feel about the Anthony Davis shoving Dwight Howard or whatever that was?
0: Oh, that's right. That was nothing. H- here's the okay. thing. I'm just going to be honest. Dwight Howard's a little annoying. Like he's. Uh, Trey, uh, he's kind of annoying. Like, uh, he's kind of, kind of annoying. It, he was annoying in Orlando. That's why he left, Part of, w- among other reasons. I know you're not going to say nothing too bad about him, but I'll be honest. You know James Harden found him annoying in Houston with all that smiling and looking like he didn't care. And he's annoying in L.A. He, and he's a guy that kind of gets under your skin. He, he does it on the court. And I think Anthony Davis shouldn't have did that in public like that in terms of you know what they were going on but I, I think at the end of the day stuff like that happens all the time in sports like we've all been a part of sports teams where things like that happens we're just not all on national television so i just think it's not that big of a deal i don't know okay. i don't know if you feel any different about it but yeah i was no i didn't
1: I, think it was a big deal either um like you said uh dwight has been known to ruffle some feathers i don't think this was a dwight howard issue i know stephen A um during the middle of the game you know he kept saying oh You know, Dwight, you're lucky to be in the league and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, I don't think this is really that much of a Dwight I saw that too. I think that was a bit much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was a lot, a lot about nothing. So I didn't, I really didn't think it was um, too big of an issue, but I did think it kind of just pointed out that the Lakers have some serious issues. And the reason that Dwight and Anthony Davis might have been arguing so heatedly was because they were losing. And the Lakers, you know, they have some uh, basketball issues more so than just off the court issues. Right, the Russell Westbrook fit, you know, that's it's been an experience, that's how I can say it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's gonna be we're gonna be floating in and out with that, like we we might have a different take on that every pod, like that's how that, yeah, that's that's how that feels. Yeah, that's really how that feels.
1: Other than that, Russell, mm -hmm. oh, hold on, I just want to say one thing too. Now, I don't want anybody to take that wrong because Russell Westbrook is my second favorite player in the NBA right now, and he has been for like the last five or ten years. Yeah. but I guess I just never really paid that that much attention to how up and down he is <laughs> right. he's on a team that you like. Then it's like, oh no, you. Yeah, yeah it's you're really,
0: alive. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, I'm not an OKC fan, so I wasn't tuning in on like, a random Tuesday nights watching him. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's definitely going to be something a work in progress for sure. I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the season, obviously. But listen, I did want to talk about. Obviously, we haven't we haven't touched base too much on the NFL and what's been going on lately. Um, Deshaun Watson, man, I mean, what, what are the? I don't know what the Dolphins are going do to do. Trade that last Tuesday, so by the time we drop this pod, you know, we we'll basically know if he's going to get traded or not. I don't think the Dolphins are going to pull the trigger and do it. But
1: Here, here's my thing: Can they do it? And I, from a football perspective, you know, I mean? you and me have talked off the pod. It yeah. makes all the sense in the world, even though I don't think Chua has been given the best shot in. Miami when you have a the ability to try to trade for a top five quarterback which he was at least in my opinion he was a top five quarterback last year 100 the last couple of years yeah you know you do it that's the kind of trade you make The quarterback position is the most important position on the football field and if you can get a top five guy there why not but with a top five guy said, in his
0: prime that just never happens that they're available
1: yes <laughs> you're correct in his prime and, I mean, he's he's fit for the Martin game, able to mm-hmm. run, able to throw, you know, just fit for. It. But, uh, you know, he got all that other stuff off the field. Are they able to make that trade? Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know. And that's I mean, your team.
1: So, like, or would you be mad if they made that trade, put it that way?
0: So the Sean Watson thing is conflicting, right? Like, I just think as – and we don't know the case and things like that. We've already obviously yeah. said that before. So that I think some of that stuff goes without saying, but I, I should, I'll just state it again, right? I don't know about the case, but some of the things that, if you've anybody done any research about it, and you know, there's 22 different cases of this case. A lot of them civil, most of them, all of them civil. There's a few now criminal. There's just troublesome, right? Like so, you know, leading your hometown team is tough. Now, does he help you win games and do things like that? Obviously, so it's like a, a moral and ethical code thing. But if we're just talking about just football, you know, and just giving up assets. It's just tough for me to give up the assets right now for Deshaun Watson just because if he really wants to go here, here is multiple things. If he, really, he has a no trade cause so for people that don't know that just means that if you are to get traded, you get to choose which team you'd want to go to and you'd have to sign off on it. Deshaun Watson has that luxury. It's in his contract. So he does want to go to us. However, does he want to go to us because he just really wants to come to Miami or it's because we're one of the only suitors that have the available assets because in the off season, We'll find out there's going to be some other teams that are going to be in the market for a quarterback, and that doesn't necessarily mean that he's just going to want to go to the Dolphins or that will be the best trade available, right? So that's the concern, and I understand why the Dolphins would want to pull the trigger now. However, you got a guy with some pending legal situation going on, even if you do trade for him. There is, and I don't know if people know this trade, but there is nothing that says that Sean Watson cannot play right away. It would just be up to the league at this point. Like yeah, if the but league the league, league is going up, to
1: say no. We don't know.
0: Right? Like, that's the, the talk. We don't know. Now, Man, obviously. The they're not saying yes. Right. I was going to say, the Dolphins, if obviously are going to do their due diligence, they're not going to trade for a guy without asking questions in the league before they even do that. My thing is, if they don't trade for him, it's not... I think that they probably heard from the league that, yeah, if you trade for him, we're going to have to put him here, whatever. But at the end of the day, even if you trade for him, and they, they could suspend a guy for half a season, whatever it is, you still got him under contract, and you'd have him there for next year. Like, this season's basically over for the Dolphins at this point. So you at least have the guy in your, on your roster. So if I'm the dolphins by Tuesday, you ask me gut feeling, I say, no, I say, and I say, you got to give two it a chance to, to get up a full year, another full year. But, you know, at the end of the day, these decisions are made by, you know, it's going to be by Steven Ross. Like he's got to give the, the, the cosign for it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's gotta be by the owner that, that that's going to be one of those things. But, other than that, I mean, that's the only really big, you know, trade. I mean, there's a couple of trades for some corners and stuff that may happen at the deadline. But I think we're basically seeing the league being what the league is going to be, the, the top usually being the top. However, the Chiefs, I
1: mean, they may not make the playoffs, Trey. I mean, Man, the Chiefs are in trouble. But it's their defense. It's not just their de- but
0: Mahomes with the turnovers, too. I mean, they're turning – they but- turned it over – I think that's all the style. They turned it over more um, – through this this part of the year than they had all last year or something like
1: that. He, he has had a lot of turnovers but what I will say and maybe you could correct me if I'm wrong mm. these are the same throws that he's been making for the last two or three years like they're just not winding up with the same results and maybe yeah. that's just more of him you know Um, maybe that's just more of him coming back down to the mean maybe that's what it is maybe we should be arguing that he should have never been able to make these kind of throws in these kind of electric plays but I don't really think that's the case I just think that you know, he is kind of, I don't want to say an off year, but I would just say that his plays are kind of ending up more or less. Those electric plays are ending up, uh, in a more negative sense this year than they were a positive as in years past. But yeah. it's their defense, for the most part, I mean, they can't guard a rock. So, <laughs> right. of course they're losing. Right. Well, do you think they're making the playoffs? Yes or no? No. Oh,
0: you know, they're not making it.
1: I don't think they're going to make it this year.
0: Wow. You know how crazy that would be if they didn't make the playoffs? I mean, they Man, we, have have Mahomes,
1: I think we had Mahomes. I think we both kind of said, oh, well, he's probably going to win the MVP, but we want to pick somebody else in the end for our right, Super right. Bowl picks. <laughs> yeah, i like, "Yeah, probably be the Chiefs, but let's say somebody else. Like We were both kind of just resigned to the fact that Mahomes yeah. would be like the, quote-unquote, de facto MVP, even if he didn't win, and the Chiefs would be going to the Super Bowl. You know what?
0: Oh, I, first of all, I'm going to say they're going to make the playoffs.
1: I don't know how. I actually
0: have no... I have no math behind it. Really no real reason. And there's nothing that they showed me that they are, but I just would find it so hard to believe. So, I don't know. But I will say, my MVP pick was Kyler Murray. And he's been balling. Okay. And I think you picked Lamar? I think you may have picked Lamar.
1: Yeah.
0: And Lamar has been balling, too. So, our, our you know, pseudo-MVP picks actually do look good for the most part. So, not gonna lie, at this point, odds makers are probably saying one of those two guys is probably gonna win it at this point. I mean... Unless Matthew Stafford or some of these guys come back late. Russell Wilson is another guy, but he got hurt.
1: Aaron um, Rodgers has been making a ride too now.
0: Rodgers, maybe Derrick Henry. Can a running back get in? You know, that, you know that's always A uh, running
1: back not getting in, yeah. Well,
0: he threw a touchdown pass. I know everybody <laughs> will say that. He threw, <laughs> he threw, a touchdown, he threw one touchdown pass. No, nah, but no, nah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see it. You know, obviously the season going forward. I'm excited to get football and basketball going one time. Obviously, I want to thank everyone for joining us. Like we've talked about, you know, each and every podcast. Thank you so much. You know, please just like, subscribe to us, follow us on Instagram. We got a lot of news, things going on. Um, we got a bunch of things coming up for you guys. Oh, hold, up, hold up, on, hold up, hold up, hold yeah. up.
1: Before you go on, I got to thank one of our listeners. You remember they sent in a whole bunch of messages and gave us their opinions. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. So, yes, yeah, so I got to thank. I don't know if you want. I'm not going to say his name just because I don't know if he wants me to, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, you know absolutely. who you are. Yeah, you, you know, who know who you are. Say, mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Nolan. You no, I was just saying.
0: Yeah, you you know who you are. You know, thank you for the feedback. We 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 did get we we get a bunch of feedback, but we got an extended uh, feedback with, with not only just things we can do, but also you know, basically going through every topic and just yeah, you know, by the giving discussions their, we had. Yeah, Correct. giving their opinion, and we love stuff like that. Yeah, that. Thank you for bringing that up. This, this is an awesome point. So, you know, we definitely encourage people to. No, give us your take. You know, we drop those polls for you guys, things like that. Give us your take. What do you think? You know, we don't care if it's crazy, good, bad in between. I mean, there's plenty of content going on. So we just thank you guys for even just taking even a little bit of time out of your day to
1: tune into us. So, um,
0: Trite, man, I'll leave it to you.
1: Um, Uh, So, yeah, with that being said, you know, again, like Nolan said, just want to reiterate the fact, you know, thank you so much uh, for listening. If you do have any kind of opinions or any kind of suggestions or topics or things that can help us, you know, please let us know. Please stay engaged with us. I know Nolan does more of the social media side, but, you know, i he's real busy on that side. So, you know, please stay involved. And uh, until again, and until we meet again, you know, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Peace.